Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus, powered by the Center Square and a production of America's Talking Network. I'm Kristen Smith, Pennsylvania editor at the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me today is Anthony Hennon, our Pennsylvania reporter based in Philadelphia. The big story is the information that you brought us exclusively about as a follow-up to a story that we started last week, Auditor General Tim DeFore did this report, this audit of 12 school districts, and laid out how they use accounting maneuvers to move money around their budget so that they can raise taxes without putting it to a public vote. This has caused a lot of uproar in the last week, but the Center Square dove deep into the 200-page report. By the Center Square, I mean Anthony. I did not help with this. And to kind of give us just a little bit more information, well, a lot of more information about what exactly they were doing. And it was very fascinating. So I'd love for you to tell us more about what was happening at the school district level to let this go on. Yeah, sure. I'll do my best not to dive too much into the weeds here. But a quick overview of this was essentially uh, the Auditor General looked at a dozen different school districts across Pennsylvania, some bigger ones, some smaller ones, Western Pennsylvania, Eastern, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Essentially looking at these tax exceptions that these districts would request. Essentially, in Pennsylvania, if there's a school district tax increase, uh, the public gets to vote on it, whether they support the levy, whether they uh, reject it. However, in certain circumstances, school districts can raise taxes without having to put that up to a public vote. Essentially, what they have to do is show that their general fund, you know, there, there's a low amount of money available. And this is sort of intended as a, you know, an extreme measure when there's some sort of economic problem, some sort of wall gets hit. That funding can then come through with a tax increase rather than it getting dragged out. However, this has been essentially exploited as a legal loophole. What the auditor found in his report is that essentially within the school's general fund, a lot of this money would get moved around. Let's see, the best way to describe this is the way to trigger an exception where they would apply to the Pennsylvania Department of Education and then the Department of Education would look over these criteria to determine whether to issue a tax referendum exception. And if the schools had a low enough reserve of uh, unassigned funds, then they would get the tax referendum exception. And then schools had the authority to just raise taxes without turning over to a public vote. It's important to note that even though a school might be awarded that exception, uh, they didn't always raise taxes. I think over the four-year period with the dozen schools that the auditor looked at, they raised taxes 37 times, but they could have done it, I believe, 48 times if they wanted to. They had the authority in that instance. However, these schools weren't actually lacking funds in the way the public may have been led to believe. Though they had very little unassigned funds, they still had money. Essentially, there's a few different ways to categorize school funding within the general fund. Some of it they can't spend by law or by contract. Some of it is in the form of inventory or whatever else that's not actually in a liquid form where they could spend it. But other times they can categorize funds as uh, committed. So schools, it turned out, at least these 12 districts that the auditor looked at, they would commit funds um, generally to either capital projects to special education or towards pension costs. They would commit the funds, but after they committed the fund, uh, they were not required to spend it. You know, they could commit $5 million to pension costs, but then they wouldn't actually put that $5 million into pension funds. However, it's committed, it's not unassigned, so therefore they could get a tax referendum exception. So basically what you saw a lot of these schools doing was lowering their unassigned funds so they could have the tax exception in their pocket and then they could have the authority to raise taxes without actually giving it up to a public vote 
or without actually being shorthanded on these funds. So, you know, there's there's a dozen different schools that the audit report walked through. I just focused on one. I believe it was Abington. Yes, the Abington School District. And so the school district policy was essentially to make to zero out their unassigned funds where they would commit these funds and they would commit them to, you know, pension costs mainly, special education, but they want to actually spend those funds. And then when they justified the tax increase, they would couch it in terms of needing it for pension costs. So this is essentially a way of keeping more money in the bank, raising taxes without turning over to a public vote. And the auditor basically argued that these actions could mislead taxpayers, thinking that the school district is hurting for funds when really they have millions, if not tens of millions in the bank. They're just not spending it. That's about all the time we have for today. This has been Pennsylvania in Focus, part of the America's Talking Network. I'm Kristen Smith, and I'll be back next week with Anthony Hennon to discuss the biggest stories affecting you, the taxpayers.